0: I might still be a monster, but I'm an evolving monster. You're listening to Dissecting Dexter. Hi
1: everyone, welcome back to Dissecting Dexter. I'm your host, Gareth Watkins, coming to you live from Yorkshire, England, and I'm not going to beat about the bush tonight. I am excited. I'm excited because I'm testing out a new microphone, so I hope I sound good and give the semblance of knowing what I'm doing and coming across a bit more professional. But I'm also excited, as I'm sure you all are, because we are but weeks away from the return of everyone's favourite lumberjack. Yes, as we record, it is September the 30th, and so it's just five weeks until Dexter New Blood. It's been confirmed that the show will air in the UK on Sky Atlantic, so I can watch it legitimately and get the podcast done promptly with a bit of luck and a fair wind. But as I promised, I'll be bringing the weekly podcast back for the new season. So I hope we can get the old community back together and have some fun breaking down the show. Hopefully hitting some of the points that the official Dexter wrap up podcast doesn't get to, as that's also returning. And I'm very much looking forward to hearing the dulcet tones of Scott Reynolds each week. And he's back sooner than November as he's announced a pre-season return, starting with an episode where he's joined by Michael C. Hall himself, dropping on October the 1st, the same oh, day nice. as this drops into your podcast feeds. So what's this episode of Dissecting Dexter about? Well, if you remember back in March, I was joined by Travis and Nick to reminisce about the series and spitball ideas about what the new season might bring. I promised back then that when we've got a trailer, We'll reconvene and talk some more. So we've had an official trailer now and a few teasers. And I have to say, I am amazed at how much they've given away. There are character reveals that could have been predicted, but I'd rather not known until the right moment in the show and have a nice surprise. With that said, I would say to listeners now that if you have deliberately avoided the trailers and publicity and would rather be surprised organically through the show, Maybe give this podcast a miss, as we'll inevitably be getting into some of these things. So if you're still listening, let me bring in my guests, friends of the podcast who've sat down with me to ruminate on things new blood. On my left, having selected the rather comfy armchair with the tortoise shaped footstool, host of the Freaking Geeks podcast, Hannibal fan Mike Lanich. Hi, Mike.
0: Hi, Gareth. Uh, Glad to be here. Can't
1: wait to talk about Dexter. It's indeed. It's uh, it's been a while, isn't it? But it's uh, it feels good to be back in the Dexter frame of mind. And on my left, a very familiar voice to regular listeners, having elected to chill out in the hammock, promising to sip the Hannah McKay Kool-Aid <laughs> only when hell freezes over. It's <laughs> Travis Shefflin. Hi, Travis.
2: Hello. Hmm, what a comfy hammock. And now this lemonades getting warm. I've never
1: been a fan of Ham- no. Hannah McKay, but um well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, see. we'll see what happens this season. So, Mike, I wanted to start with you, as we've covered this off last time with Travis and Nick, but I wanted to ask how you feel about the original series now several years have gone by. Do you still feel the same disappointment about the ending, or have your feelings softened? Have you
0: done a rewatch? W- where are you at with the show? Uh, I did a complete rewatch uh, about three months ago. Uh, I sat down, went from the beginning to the end, because uh, I had the same question, uh, would I feel any different with the passage of time? And honestly, no, not really. I think, in fact, it reinforces my my thoughts. And I, I think there was an attempt by them, meaning Scott Buck and uh, the rest of the, the team, to try to do something i understand where they were coming from i just don't think it was the right choice for dexter it really went against the grain on a lot of the ideas that you know dexter had you know been hitting in the first you know four seasons or so and uh, i just feel like the end really did a massive disservice to the characters and uh, i think the fans um i i To this day, I I think they missed out on the fact that Deb was the beating heart of the entire series in a lot of ways. It was called Dexter, but really it was, was, I think in a lot of ways, as much about Deb as anybody else. And I think they really missed out on giving Deb a great end to her arc as a character. And instead, they kind of sacrificed her really in in a really terrible way just to allow this, I guess, kind of philosophical ending where Dexter gains his humanity but loses everything in the process, which is, you know, Pinocchio becomes a real boy, which is what they were trying to do, and it just was not good.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was um, – I, I, you're right that that Deb uh, Deb deserved better as a character. She deserved more her journey through the series was uh, just ended up being just as interesting as Dexter's. And uh, and of course, Jennifer Carpenter grew as an actress with the character, which was great to see. You know, and and going back now with a a rewatch recently, um, you can really see how that is so. Um, But uh, I think it was. Not to the risk of name dropping when I spoke to. I think it was when I spoke to David Zayas, he said that um, the show is called Dexter and the characters around him are there to serve Dexter. Uh, And I think that's probably what the writers would argue that, yes, taking on board your point about Deb, but ultimately the show's about Dexter. So I think that that would probably be how they would defend that. Um, But, uh, yeah, I. I'm doing a rewatch as well. Uh it, it it kind of stalled because I was wanting to podcast once I got to season three, I was wanting to pick up the rewatch podcast, but I was finding I had more time to watch episodes than I did for podcasting and it kind of stalled and in the end I I stopped watching it for a bit, so I'm way behind. I'm halfway through season three with watching and, and up to episode four, season three with the podcast. Uh, so that kind of uh I, I'm not gonna make it by the time the new season comes. Uh, Travis, do you yeah, but, do you have any thoughts
0: about? Oh, sorry, Mike. Uh, no, I, I wanted to just. I'm sorry. If i will if I just make one tiny little point. Um, sure. before, but I just I wanted to say I think one thing that really um irritated me at the end of the show was just the fact that they kept around all the cast members, all of the supporting cast, and you know none of them ever found out about Dexter. I I always thought that that was the point where to keep Quinn and Batista and everybody which was you know get to that final season and then finally everyone's going to find out and then it's going to be bad and I think that was a missed opportunity but you know like you said like they had a an idea in mind and they kind of pursued that and you know that was that
1: I guess it could have set something up if they had found out it might have set something up plot wise into any kind of revival season uh, although they could have still ended it the same way, couldn't they? With Dexter faking his own death mm-hmm. uh, so that to throw them off the scent. But of course, there are rumours about returning characters uh, and, and official Showtime publicity about returning characters coming back. Uh, and the latest tease uh, in in um, in in the press, the the entertainment press, is that uh, a member of Miami PD may be making an appearance. And I think the quote was, much beloved member of Miami PD. So I I read no further um, because I'd rather not know or have any clues. I mean, there's only a limited number of (laughs) uh, potential possibilities, but that does make me think, how? How could they make an appearance? Because apart from Deb, everyone was left alive, weren't they?
2: It's definitely going to be either Ramos or Soderquist. The, you know, the most reliable uh, Miami Metro. Do you guys remember who they are? I'm making a joke They're Those are the yes. those, those are Batista's like go to off screen. Ramos Soderquist, come on. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm making a joke. It was just like they were. Yeah. I don't I, Ramos. I think we saw he, he he was like a short, you know, Cuban looking dude. I don't know if we ever saw who Soderquist was, but it, that was always he was yelling. That was like two officers. They never had anything do. In the maybe store. he was so short you couldn't see him above the desk yeah maybe he was there <laughs> <But> that, that <laughs> he was, all, was in. always they, Ramos and Soderquist there you know I put them on the scene or you know whatever they needed a hand wave something away Ramos and Soderquist have it that's who it's gonna that no one's gonna expect that people are going is it gonna be Angel is it gonna be Quinn uh, Masuka. Masuka yeah no nah, Ramos and Soderquist they're on a vacation up and they're like doing fly fishing or something and they uh-oh, they're going to run into Dexter. Maybe they'll be the comic relief they'll turn up
1: like Abbott and Costello or yeah, something. Exactly.
2: Yeah. It's like Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman. It's Abbott and Costello meet yeah. the Bay Harbor Butcher. Ramos and Soderquist meet the Bay Harbor Butcher.
1: There we go. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, it, it does uh it, it does it does get the mind that the cog's worrying as to how someone from miami p d could be shoehorned into well not necessarily shoehorned maybe it'll happen organically uh into into new blood when he's so far away, and as far as Miami's concerned, he's dead so I, why uh, would they be i don't know unless someone's unless they're watching Harrison
2: who knows i I think I floated this idea last time we spoke, but my idea is it it involves the true crime podcaster. Do you remember that, you know, that's yes. a character they've announced?
1: Yeah, i seen Chung. taking a selfie in the trailer. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking maybe something with her, right? She's she's digging, wait, something doesn't add up here, you know, who knows what. But that's my, right, she's going to call up this person. I guess it'd have to be a man. I don't even need to, to worry about not gendering it, right? There's only men characters that we care about left, like Huerta and Deb are yeah. dead. Yep, Yeah. So they're going to call this dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I hope, you know, if I got to choose, it'd be Batista. He's the only character I really yes. care about. Uh, Quinn was, I, Quinn was interesting in the beginning of season three. Gareth, you and I are both like at very similar parts in our rewatch. Um, yes. Quinn's interesting when he's kind of like this dirty cop. But then, you know, I'm reminded that like, yeah, he just becomes so Deb's love interest. Then he like sleeps with an old lady and a hooker. And, you know, I don't know. It, he's just uninteresting uh sorry what's what's the guy's name harrison
1: Uh, desmond harrington there we go yes
2: desmond harrington (laughs) uh but yeah and then masuka again like in season three man i really only like him when he's making me laugh i don't know he uh i don't know i did feel bad for him. Remember in season three when he if he gets his feelings hurt
1: yeah i've just watched uh those episodes where he gets published and he's really excited yeah and then finds the uh the journals in the uh in the bin yeah, and he's see, really up yeah he's hurt he's hurt his feelings are hurt bless him yes, and he yes, goes he, all grumpy and serious he's a,
2: he's a good actor because he's there i remember there's a line specifically where you know he gets confronted like what's going on why you know what, what happened what happened to you and he just straight up says is you hurt my feelings or my feelings yeah. are hurt. he just said like there's no there's no subtlety just you hurt my feeling he sells it you know yeah. something like a kid might say i'm like oh maybe cs lee maybe i do want masuka back
0: well, that was back when they when they actually, you know, cared about the supporting characters. They actually gave them, you know, yes. actual storylines that, that um, were there to further their character instead of, you know, where we, you know, got into the later seasons where it was like, we just need to give these characters yeah. something to do because we need them on screen, I guess.
2: Yeah, Batista and the Guerta get married and then Batista buys a bar and Masuka has a daughter or something. The worst. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. The less said, the better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. My vote would be for like you, Batista, and if not, then Masuka. Yeah. I mean, if if it's a young, I mean, clearly she's a, she's a young female podcaster, true uh-huh. crime podcaster, and that would kind of lend itself to Masuka saying, "Here, I'll help you out with this." Right. Uh, yeah. A little pervy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it'll be him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and maybe that will set something up for a subsequent season if he goes back to Miami saying holy shit you won't believe this
2: well ha- am i wrong ha- hasn't michael c hall been vague about whether or not this is going to be the fi- final final dexter they're all being vague aren't they and and i think that's right
1: yeah because obviously we're all hoping that this season's a success and we'll we'll all be clamoring for more uh yeah. Clyde Phillips is on record I think it was the comic con panel he said the ending is going to be I think he said it's going to be he said it's the internet's going to blow up
2: yeah that those makes those me his cringe words a little yeah which
1: which is cringey but it makes it kind of I don't know whether, whether it gets me excited or worries me because you know we we've talked about missteps in the past haven't we that they might have thought would they might have in the writers room thought ah this is going <laughs> to This is going to blow their socks off. And for some people, I'm sure it did. And for others, it was like, yeah, I saw this coming. Um, But then, you know, fans, viewers these days are a lot smarter than 30, 40 years ago in the days of the A-team and TJ Hooker. Um, quite That ages me, doesn't it? it (laughs) That dates me. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. You and,
2: damn is that why you have to get off so soon because Columbos is going to be on later tonight yeah
1: murder murder she right? you don't want yeah, sh-
2: yeah. to miss rockford files later
1: oh angela yeah. Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> um i lost my train of thought now yeah so he, he's yeah so he's, he's setting up this big ending and and i really hope it is something special and that would be fantastic after the the, the much talked about finale of, of season eight and, and how the cast and crew have also expressed and acknowledged uh, the, the, the negativity and perhaps some of their own disappointment. Michael C. Hall himself has, has said there was, that he felt some disappointment with how things turned out. I really hope, I really hope, I'm sure we all do that, that the finale, that this season is good and, and that the finale is um, that it does blow the internet up. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that would have to be order for that to happen and it worries me uh uh, what does it worry me i i i don't think dexter's going to survive the season that's my prediction and i think we we joked on the last podcast that wouldn't it be ironic if he went down for a murder he didn't commit Mm -hmm. and that would be the ultimate irony
0: that would be kind of
1: cool it would it would (laughs) and it would play into the dark humor of the show wouldn't
0: it that we set out with back at back at the start um did you um Gareth, did you ever hear uh, Clyde Phillips' original um, – okay, back when season eight finally wrapped up and you know all the bad press and everything uh, had kind of just started to subside. I think I remember Clyde Phillips uh, gave an interview where he outlined at the time what he thought his ending for Dexter would have been. Yes. Now, I don't know if he knows if, if they're sticking to this or, or if it's just going to be something different. But remember, uh, Dexter was going to be um, in prison and, and that he's going to be actually uh, injected lethal injection and that as he's laying there and I guess they're injecting the poison into him, like through the glass where all the people would, you know, all the, the vic families and the victims and stuff, all their families would sit and, and watch if they wanted to attend. Instead, it would be filled with all of the people that Dexter had killed over the course of his yeah. life, like watching him. And uh, I, I kind of wonder if that is still a possibility. I don't know.
1: I, I mean, the, the, the fact that that is out there and documented makes me think it won't happen. But <laughs> who's to say he won't pull a fast one and do something similar? yeah he might do yeah i mean that certainly would have been a quite quite stunning finale and and would have been a nice sort of tribute to some of the previous beloved characters i mean the way the show ended he he went into his exile didn't he as a sort of self-punishment and um recognizing that everybody he cares about he ends up hurting either directly or indirectly uh and and um I guess that that execution room could have been filled with Brian and uh, uh, Rita, Deb, Doakes uh, and and brought some of the old the old gang back. That would have been that would have been nice. And it sounds like, well, to a degree, uh, we we may not have heard all the the casting news for this coming season. We know that some characters are returning. Of course, uh, the one that I really didn't want to know about. And it's impossible to avoid her because she's the actress is going to be on the wrap up podcast soon, and uh, and she's featured in the trailer and that's Deb.
0: I went to the church that night that you killed Travis
1: Marshall to tell you that I'm in love with you. I know it's weird and it's gross and it's
2: fucked up. <laughs> this.
0: Is- Dexter podcast
2: you're a serial killer and I'm more fucked up than you
1: are I didn't want to know that she was coming back <laughs> it it makes it makes thematic sense that she would be the new Harry and and I'm looking forward to to hearing some of their conversations there's there's rich rich ground there for them to have some good uh discussions and and heart to heart. Uh, but also, um, well, let's actually let's let's talk about Deb for a minute. Um, I love how she's presented in the trailer. Um, I, I I wanted to bring this up because it felt like a classic horror trope. The way we, we glimpse her through the there's a bullet tapping on the glass, isn't there? And we see the shape mm-hmm. through the door, through the glass door. And, and she seems to still be wearing her hospital gown. Uh, but all you can see is it's a long a, a woman with long dark hair, and it reminded me of um, the the classic uh, figure from Japanese horror films. But I love I love that. And if that's her introduction, bring it on. That's <laughs> that's that's great. I mean, how how do you guys feel about Deb coming back as the new well, presumably as the new Harry? Uh, Travis, what do you think?
2: Oh, that's great. Um, I I think. I, I base this off of nothing, but I mean, just based on what we have been shown or haven't been shown more accurately. I don't think Harry's in it at all. Maybe James Remar didn't get the call back. They didn't, you know, they they figured there's going to be too many cooks in Dexter's kitchen, so to speak. Um, it might just be Deb. And whenever we saw Ghost Harry, you know, uh, in the past, you know, it was they had the soft gels on the camera lens, right? Because it was like yes. Dexter's memory of his father. And this will be like a similar thing, Dexter's memory of his sister, but I'm not seeing it. You know, it doesn't look like it's being filmed the same way. Um, It looks like uh, she blends it into the environment. Like, you know, you'd almost be forgiven to go like, wait, is Deb alive still? The way that she's shot in the trailer and everything, she looks like she's just there. Because there's even that one shot where she's like checking out photographs on the ground, right? and it yes. looks in at least you know who knows trailers can be cut in ways that are misleading i understand that but in the context that is presented in the trailer it looks like she's like away from dexter like he's not even you when haver harry's around he's always like right over dexter's shoulder or something right but this you know what i'm talking about she's like yes. on the ground looking at photos pr- presumably dexter's on the other side of the room or something i don't know point is it looks like she's like doing something on her own i don't know what but it's interesting yeah i guess she's yeah it is because she's
1: um i mean maybe she'll represent a part of dexter's psyche as as harry did and it will just be um a representation of him mulling things over uh with with a a a part of his brain (laughs) for want of a, a a better way of putting it but um no i think there's there's rich there's rich ground there um mike are you are you happy
0: about the return uh yeah i mean frankly anything with uh jennifer carpenter is great in my book um at least in terms of her performance which i've always really enjoyed even in the early seasons when she was um still growing as as an actor uh, i felt like she brought something to the show that just wasn't easily replaced and so I, I like the fact that she's, you know, she's here in uh, the the show and her role, I think, as kind of Harry's replacement. It it makes sense if you look at how the this this original series ended with Harry and everything this here, I think, is cool because it does. Well, it does a couple of things. One, it allows there to be this interaction between the actors and if Deb is kind of like you know the replacement, you know conscience kind of or whatever, however you want to kind of view that, where you know Dexter's going to be discussing things with Deb and all that, it's going to allow maybe some maybe some discussions even as as Dexter's kind of talking to himself, he's and he's talking to Deb basically as well. You know maybe there's guilt there. Maybe that's part of the reason why Deb is the replacement Harry, is that maybe Dexter uh, still feels guilty about Deb and how everything happened. And so that's kind of why Deb is there now as the replacement. Maybe there'll be some discussions in a way that gives some answers, maybe discussions that they would have had back when the show originally aired. Maybe we'll have some of those now that we just never got because the show just, I don't know, didn't have time. You know, I I look back at the end of the the original series and there was times where I thought, why aren't you having this discussion? You know, just have this discussion. I, I can't believe you're not talking about this. And they never really did. And maybe they'll get into a little bit of that. Of course, he's not really talking to Deb because, you know, she's dead, but it might still kind of quasi-service that at the same time it's an opportunity to course
1: correct a little bit isn't it with perhaps with uh, aspects of their relationship that weren't completely popular with yeah. uh, with audiences um we, we don't need to get into that but you know what i'm talking about um mm-hmm. what what i wonder is what because in the trailer as i say we see her tapping on the on the door which the way that's set up it's like this is her return into dexter's life and life you know in inverted commas um so what prompts this to happen what's happened in dexter's life because it's been been several years right where he's presumably had no chimney cricket on his shoulder uh, so what what's happened so i i'm wondering if maybe he's made his first kill in years and she's coming back because we hear her say in the um, trailer, I think, uh, if you learn nothing, you know, same old Dexter kind of thing. Well, uh,
2: what's so what's, what's happened? Uh, uh, well, well, I'm thinking I don't have an, even an idea, but you mentioned she's got that bullet in her hand, right? Presuming that's her. I guess. Do we have 100 percent confirmation that's her or it just looks like her?
1: Do we know? Oh, no, no. I think um, I think we're making an assumption.
2: Yeah, I actually. I had assumed the same thing, but her with the bullet, cause Deb didn't get shot, right? She got stabbed. How did, how did, uh, her...
1: no, she got shot
2: with the brain. So uh, Saxon, her?
1: Saxon shot the marshal, the U S marshal, Um, and then as he's trying to escape, he, he shoots Deb in the gut and okay. tries to make his escape. And she wings him. I think she clips him in the arm. Okay. Cause he's escaping. So yeah, she does get shot in the gut, but, um, it could also rep- it. Could perhaps be LaGuerta's bullet as well, couldn't it?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, now I'm thinking I guess maybe it's the bullet that that caught that put her in a coma. Yeah. That and happened they, because Dexter let Saxon go. I know. Oh. Yeah. Well me. How pathetic. <laughs> uh
0: I think that in terms of like what this means, why is she there? It could be that he has finally killed again, but to me if we're under the assumption and granted it it is an assumption, I don't think Dexter has killed anyone since, since he, you know, escaped Miami. Um, I think he, he, maybe he went to the, maybe he was a lumberjack for like two weeks or something. And then he, he hightailed it to this town who knows, but I, I think he just hasn't killed anybody for a long time. I think if she's showing up here, I don't know so much that it's about him killing someone so much as I think she shows up when Dexter finds out that someone is killing kids, people, whatever, um, hunting them down, killing them, and that old urge not just to kill but to take out killers – that you know that are escaping justice i think that the moment he's because up to that point my assumption in watching the trailer and kind of parsing things out is that he's just he's kind of just trying to live life as best as he can resisting any urge to kill and maybe he's been successfully doing it for a long time but then all of a sudden tragedy hits their town people are, are disappearing um And when he kind of catches on to this and realizes there's someone out there and they're killing, all of a sudden, like the old urges come back, the urge to bring someone to justice. And, you know, yes, ultimately the urge to do it by his own knife. It's
1: I wouldn't be surprised if if you're right and that he has been a good boy all these years. We see in the trailer he's. He's in a relationship with the the local uh, is she the police chief, definitely a police um, yeah. officer. His girlfriend, which is obviously very risky. Uh, it does potentially give him access to police computers to do his research. Um, but also, I it's very clear in the trailer that he is uh, perhaps a popular figure in the town. He's, he's you know giving it a bit of banter. With with people in the street, they're waving hello. It's it's like a sort of cozy uh, intro to a sitcom almost. Hey,
2: Mr. Lindsay, Becca. Scott. Go Hawks.
1: So I wonder if he's deliberately done that in order to make it harder for him to do what he used to do, as a way of um almost like a protective. And I talk about this on the season three rewatch podcasts that talk about protective factors, um, to, uh, prevent you doing, uh, certain, certain behaviors, shall we say? Yeah. Um, in Dexter's case, killing people, but maybe he's done that. He's, he's it's almost like a protective wall he's built around himself to mitigate against him doing those things.
2: Yeah, no, I, I like, it's like, a I don't know, like a dieter who like, you know, throws away all their, Sugary food or something, right? Yeah, he's he's trying to make it as hard as it, as hard on himself as possible to to not return to the old ways, I guess, maybe, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. he's backing himself into this corner, ingratiating himself so much that, like, all right, I won't be tempted because I know I'll get caught if I do this. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's
1: risky, and he knows from experience uh, the risks of uh, being close to police. And, mm-hmm. and how inevitably someone might start sniffing around, as, as we saw more than once in the original series. Yeah. So, um, it is quite possible that, as Mike says, he's, he's not been killing all these years. And something happens that causes him to kill early on in the season and uh, enter Deb from stage left.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the, the riskiness with the officer is, is uh, the police chief is there. but. I think you could go either way. I think there's a 50-50. Well, I think if you're looking at the two possibilities, there's as much of a shot that it's to limit his, you know, urges to kill or at least the possibility. Uh, I also think that there's a chance that this is Dexter, right? He He's careful. And by, you know, forming this relationship with the police chief, he's going to be more aware, not so much that they are. You know, other killers and stuff, people that he can kill. uh, That is a possibility, I suppose. We have to look at that. But I think, since he's not himself, obviously, on the force like he was in Miami, and has access to all that information, I think maybe there's a chance that he's simply trying to have access to some information just to protect himself in general. You know, Hannah McKay's still out there. You know. Um, it, it's, it's maybe a small, small chance that, uh, you know, she might come back, but maybe it's just him trying to make sure that he has as much information as possible to keep himself safe, even in this small town, which it's interesting that he's in this small town as to, you know, is it easier to not kill people? Cause you know, everybody there.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: maybe, Maybe.
1: Yeah, that could all be part of this defense mechanism. This building a wall around himself to um, to try and minimize any chance that if he were tempted to take a life, that um, it's, it's as hard as possible. Uh, and, and maybe in a small town, you just don't get serial killers. Well, until now, obviously. But
2: yeah, well, I think that, I, I think that was the idea right like move he moved here because it, it, it to me every time i see the, these trailers or whatever it looks like one of these fake hallmark holiday movie type yeah. th- cities right you know it's it's oh we got the central street and everybody knows it's like tears. everybody knows his name um yeah i mean it's it seems very phony to me i don't know if any place like this truly exists now i know that they filmed in a real they on location in a real place supposedly right yes uh, not Iron yeah. Lake or whatever, but I guess this is, you know, it, the exteriors were all real places, but um, yeah, it seems very idyllic, right? Even to the point, again, I don't know if places like this really exist because it seems it kind of comical. The feeling I get from interviews and trailers, it's like, there's just one police officer, you know, it's like Fargo or whatever, right? Like this small town. And Dexter's got the one police officer girlfriend. Maybe she's got a deputy or something. Right. But it doesn't look like they have a full on force. They don't, They're not used to solving crimes, right? Like big old crimes. That's what it feels like to me. Like, yeah. So I I don't think he has been killing. All this is to say, yeah, I don't think he's been killing. He hasn't found a reason to. I mean, I guess he like he likes to do it. He thinks it's fun. So maybe that's the only reason he would need. But um yeah, I don't think he's been killing.
1: Yeah. But it would need to be the right person. Yeah. It would need to be someone who deserved it. And Mm -hmm. I guess in a small town, they just aren't appropriate candidates yeah uh, until now so uh
2: do you think yes sorry hold on on. i dexter had this fetish for like his mom right like rita vaguely rita kind of looks like his mom hannah uh, uh, lumen right not not so much lila but you know she was the devil she was the not mommy you know (laughs) she was the bad the bad mommy uh i look at dexter's girlfriend now i'm like it yeah, kind of you you squint kind of looks like deb is is is, is dexter a weirdo See, <laughs> he got you know, he's got familial issues i i don't know if we should go there yeah look you look at her you look at her you're like yeah she kind of looks like deb she's got the long straight hair i don't want
1: to play with that one
2: yeah you're like ah dexter you little you know what oedipus would be the mom and i don't know yeah. is anything for the yeah. sister but, you know, uh, not that I would know because, you know, I I go to the Bible every every week I read it, you know, but, you know, brother and sister porno is a big thing now for some reason. A lot oh of dear. weird a lot of weird perverts out there. Uh, <laughs> not like the end of that shit. You know, maybe is Clyde Phillips showing his hand. He, oh, yeah. Oh, keep keep digging, Travis. Deck, oh, I'm going <laughs> to get to the bottom of this, Clyde. I'm going to you got oh skeletons dear. in your closet. There's a reason you left <laughs> season four. <laughs> now I'm going to get to the bottom of this Clyde.
1: So, moving on. Um <laughs> Harrison. So, uh that was a segue, wasn't it? It was a good yeah. link. Um we see Harrison in the trailer and and again that's that's another aspect of the new season that I would have preferred to have been a surprise. Uh but, you know, it's out there and here we have grown-up Harrison saying, "Are you Dexter Morgan?" So the the first question that comes to my mind is how the heck did he find him
2: no oh, that's the second question i got
1: it's the, the first, first one about hannah
2: no the first one is what are they feeding that boy he's o- <laughs> it's only been eight years since we see him and the dude looks like he's ready to join the nfl what the hell you see this kid he's all how, how long was he was he was he three when yeah, we he left supposed him? to left three maybe four. four and it's been eight years let's go ahead and give him 10 years fuck it um, he's supposed to be yeah, four. so this dude looks like he's 21 <laughs> now I know that's just a casting thing, right? Whatever. They probably aren't even gonna mention that his age specifically. You know, it's just me. I'm like, dude, this dude. He looks the part in the face. He look. He looks like the perfect. Are you guys Dragon Ball Z fans? He looks like De- Michael C. Hall and and Julie Benz did the fusion dance, and they created this child, but in the face. But he looks too old to be Harrison
1: i've i've seen i mean my kids are around that age my oh. my youngest is 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 not that height at all but uh there are one or two kids in their peer group who are yeah. six foot so you know 13 and 14 if they've done their growing early yeah. it's, it's possible
2: it's possible uh he, 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 but, whatever i i could forgive it because he looks he looks like julie yeah. and and michael c hall had a kid i i think it looks yeah. good
1: yeah it's I, I just can't think how he could have found him i mean dex is Dex has been off the radar all this time. Has he? Has he been online and, and tapped into something that um, Harrison? I mean, it would make sense that Harrison's been looking for his dad. Yeah. Trying to find him, and obviously knowing what his real name is. Uh, and and you know the internet is a, is can sometimes be a very small place. <laughs> so maybe it's it's something online that, that Dex has logged into. Well. And uh, and left left a fingerprint somewhere, uh, virtually speaking.
2: Yes, I think that's how they're gonna give it away. And I don't want to step over Mike if he's got something to say. Uh Mike, do you have a, a thought about Harrison?
0: Um I agree. Mm-hmm. I I think he's uh he looks way too old. I mean maybe there's a chance. I I'm trying to remember, did we get specifically told that eight years have passed for the show or is it just, you know, eight years since the end of the original series?
2: Yeah, in real life for us, yeah.
0: Right. I mean maybe maybe more time in the show has actually passed. Maybe it's more, more like 13 or 14 years which yeah. would would help with that but yeah i think if we're taking it you know that he's uh you know it's been eight years then he's definitely looks much too old uh but yeah in terms of the looks yeah looks um you know they, they chose a good actor to you know kind of merge those two together and uh so that's nice but as to how how he found him i have no idea the only thing the only thing and i don't even know how they could even explain this would be uh, i don't know maybe like dexter kind of sets up like a, a p.o box in some other town like 40 50 miles 100 miles away where he's able to kind of send letters to hannah and that way he stays yeah safe you know he's no nobody can find him specifically in this town Mm -hmm. and and maybe he's able to communicate with her but then i don't know maybe something happens to her you know maybe she gets sick or something and maybe she you know sends a letter or or maybe he just you know he maybe he just shows up in the area and just starts going from town to town and then happens to find dexter in this town after searching for like you know a month or something i have no idea it's a really great question as to where hannah is i'd like to find out just because it'd be nice to regardless of what happens there uh even if it's just completely off screen it'd be nice to just get some information as to you know where they lived all this time what happened when she took harrison away where'd they go how'd they survive people were you know hannah's still a fugitive (laughs) You know, I mean, in fact, it's 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 worse for her to take Harrison because she's still being sought. Even if if Dexter, uh, you know, faked his death, at least everyone think he's dead. You can still take your your kid with you, you know, because nobody's going to know who you are uh, if you go and change your identity. So a lot of those questions, I hope, get answered in some way, at least give give enough answers. So we have some idea what what happened and you know how we got to this point where De- where harrison shows up and like hey i'm your kid <laughs>
2: yeah yeah
0: uh, i mean it makes sense
1: that hannah would be
0: living under a pseudonym uh,
1: in argentina at least that's where they went to start with wasn't it but um i i wonder if she's died and and maybe dexter's seen something online if he's looking at the news and recognizes her and uh Maybe that's how some, some as I say, he's, he's left an online fingerprint that Harrison spots. Or maybe Dexter just, is just generally from time to time logging onto his computer and trying to find something out about her. But it makes complete sense. that And, and that, well, the, the impression I got at the end of season eight was that he was cutting himself off and that he was saying goodbye to them for the last time and that he, he didn't expect to see either of them again. Mm-hmm. So, um I would be surprised if he and Hannah had been in touch, but that's not to say he wouldn't use whatever resources he had online to maybe try and find her find them, and just just to see if they're okay anything I mean, as a dad, you'd want to know if your your kid was all right, and he did love Harrison, so well, why would he it would make sense that he'd he'd put feelers not put feelers out there, but just to try and
2: have a look, have a snoop around and see what he could see. Uh, well, you mentioned Hannah maybe using a pseudonym. I know that this kid who plays Harrison, when they first announced his casting, they said his name was Randall. You know, I don't know the actor's name. Forgive me. Uh, but they're like, he's playing a character named Randall. And now that we know that he's supposed to be Harrison, Rand- remember Hannah's original boyfriend is a dude named Wayne Randall. Maybe you don't remember. But in season seven that was like her, her ex-boyfriend that was in jail that jumped in front of an ice cream truck or something like that. His name was Wayne Wayne Randall. And so I was like, Oh, okay. So, you know, I thought it was interesting if that's not a coincidence because I know the show likes to reuse names uh, every now and again. I think about the name Walter, Um, the dog, the, the yapping dog in season one was named Walter. Um, the Tooth Fairy's name was Walter. Remember the Tooth Fairy in season six, the guy that Dexter killed? He was kind of like another Trinity. Yeah. He was like an old yeah. man named yeah. Walter. Trinity's original name, uh, back when they uh, were first shooting or whatever, when they announced John Lithgow was in it, his name was Walter Simmons. So they like to reuse names. Uh, so I don't know if, if this Randall thing, if I'm reading too much into it, but I think it's interesting that like, Clyde Phillips would give such deference to the Hannah McKay lore. You know, because I, as far as I could tell, he has no reason to respect it. I don't think maybe maybe I'm reading too much into things, but I don't think he's a fan of it. You wouldn't have done the Mm -hmm. Hannah McKay story.
1: Mm, Well, obviously he's he's in the writers' room this season with with people who did work Mm -hmm. on those post-Phillips years and and would be in touch with the Hannah Law. Uh, So who knows? Who knows? I mean, it it would make some sense.
0: Yeah, as long as Scott Buck isn't there, then. (laughs)
2: Uh, let me let me get this out of the way i have zero reason to believe this but i want to be the first one to say it because we live in a world of hot takes and uh, and remember game of thrones was always subverting your expectations like ryan johnson and the last jedi right yeah what what if here we go i have zero proof but you guys can know i called it that's not harrison that's someone trying to trick dexter is it possible i don't know what to what end but you know you you could picture the story being another Dexter gets a friend and then betrays him. What, what? You're not Harrison or, you know, you're tied to this podcaster. You're trying to get to know me for your inter- investigation or something.
1: Yeah, that's where mine mind went when my mind went when you suggested he could be an imposter.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that maybe he's in cahoots with the true crime podcaster.
2: And Dexter's and just she's, so she's yeah. fishing. Dexter's so she's desperate fishing. for this connection with his son he's you know it's like the true uh, what was that usual suspects he he's so desperate he, he's overlooking obvious clues that that's not really his son but he's just like oh here, i don't know probably not true Ooh. i have zero reason to believe it but Ooh, it'd be an I interesting twist I, I just used the word
1: fishing uh whether she's fishing uh for dexter the uh, i don't know if you follow the showtime dexter uh, instagram no. account uh they get retweeted on on twitter but um The latest one or one of the most recent ones was a short bit of footage of uh, a flag, a red flag in in an ice hole on a fishing on a a lake. Um, And I'm told that these flags are used by fishermen uh, attached to their line. So when they have to step away from their rod Mm -hmm. for the call of nature, whatever it might be, um, they can keep an eye on this flag. And if if there's a bite, uh, this flag pops up like a beacon so they can hurry back and, and pick up the rod so maybe that's maybe that's a metaphor for um who knows there's <laughs> a crackpot theory that yeah. it's a metaphor for um this true crime podcaster fishing uh for for dexter for this uh, so, yeah Something awful about you morgan i should
0: have seen it before the fake smile the donuts You won't even walk like a normal person. You collide like a fucking lizard on ice. It's all a fucking act.
2: And I ain't mine. You're listening to Dissecting Dexter. You are one creep.
0: Have uh, (laughs) have either of you seen the movie Matchstick Men? No. Uh, Nick Cage? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, good film. Uh, so, I mean, I'm going to just toss a spoiler warning out here for anybody that hasn't seen it just because I'm going to reveal something here. And if you haven't seen my Matchstick Men, highly recommend it. Good movie. Um, but it kind of reminds me, Travis, your little your theory mm-hmm. here about Harrison and about the possibility of him being an imposter. Well, In Matchstick, Matchstick Men, because the first thing I thought of was this movie in which uh, Nick Cage's character, he's kind of like a, a hypochondriac, uh, but he's a, a grifter and he this this teenage girl shows up out of nowhere and says you know basically hey i'm i'm your daughter and you know this is my mom and you of course they dated you know back uh he and Nikkei, or she and Cage Nikkei, Nick character had dated uh back years ago and she, this girl just shows up and says hey i'm your dad and then you know you get to the end of the movie and uh you know you find out that there's uh yeah you know, this this girl is is not in fact his daughter it was all a scam you know it was all it was all fake and then the point was you know he was so thrilled to have this this daughter who he never knew about that all of the warning signs that he would have ever caught on to which he would have yes. normal mm-hmm. totally missed him and i feel like that is a valid theory uh travis because dexter would miss all these little signs if that's true because he's just so he's like, wow, Harrison, you're here. He's be so happy to see his kid, and you know it could lead to well, who knows? Maybe maybe his downfall.
2: Right. We, yeah. And hy- hypothetically, I mean, we're gonna have egg on our face. Dexter's gonna do a DNA test in the first episode. Watch, but uh, hypothetically, it'd be easy for this imposter to make up a story because Dexter doesn't know what the hell Harrison's been up to, right? So he could just like, is, yeah. Yeah, we left. We were in Argentina and then we did this and that, you know, you know, and Harrison would have very few memories of like the real Harrison being three or four. Right. He wouldn't remember a terrible amount amount about his father that he hadn't seen. So he wouldn't need he wouldn't he he couldn't get fact checked. Like, Yeah, well, what was our address back in Miami? You know, things like that. Right. I don't know. I'm just trying to get ahead. I know you're not gonna make a fool of old Travis over here. You know, I'm I'm on top of this.
1: Yeah, I think you called uh, Professor Geller as a ghost long before everybody else. I think you I were the did, first well,
2: I hear. would love to be the smartest person about that, but I think a lot of people were at the same time saying it too. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
2: But I did. I remember. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope I hope for Dexter's sake that it is Harrison, um, but it would make for a lot of dramatic tension, wouldn't it? If yeah. um, if there were question marks about the validity of of his. Uh, I, I identity. Um, I'm just uh, conscious of uh, time sort of getting away from us a little bit. So I, I, before we um, wrap things up, I'm, I'm, it's good that we've we've hit quite a few points uh, coming out of the, the trailers and, and stuff that's been revealed since we last got together. Uh, I just want to uh, nod to uh, some uh, listener comments that, that we've had. Uh, firstly, uh, thanks to Bruce who emailed in uh, some weeks ago, actually, and I promised him I'd uh, uh, bring his feedback up on the podcast. Uh, I'll just pick out some bits from his email. He says he hopes it's a close-ended revival. I want it to be like Breaking Bad, where there's finality to it, a proper definitive ending. That way, Michael C. Hall can move on from the character and the show on a high note, just like Bryan Cranston did. Mm -hmm. From the trailer, the most interesting scenes to me were the sniper and the SWAT team kicking down the door and going into a house. This gives me hope. I think he's to the, the uh, previous uh, teaser trailer. Uh, this gives me hope that Clyde Phillips is going to do the storyline where everyone finds out about Dexter and there is a manhunt to catch him, which is what the majority of fans wanted in season eight. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, I also hope that the characters still alive from the original series, like Batista, Quinn and Masuka, are also involved in the Manhunt as well. It would be great to see their reaction to not only finding out that Dexter is still alive, but that he was the Bay Harbour butcher all along. Um, yeah, I, I mean, who knows what trouble this true crime podcaster is is going to bring Dexter's way, perhaps, as I think you suggested before travis is what we see in the trailer is is often just stuff that happens in the first two or three episodes yeah so maybe that will be the case here and and the seasons in two halves where the first half is dealing with kirk caldwell and and whatever he's involved with
2: is that uh, um, clancy brown kirk caldwell? yes
1: yeah. yeah and perhaps the second half is him uh, having to deal with the potential for his true identity being revealed and the consequences of that uh yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. But there's there's plenty of scope for some some high stakes and high drama there. Uh, Bruce also says uh, about Clyde Phillips at the Comic Con panel referring to blowing up the Internet. So fingers crossed it does a good ending cements the legacy of the show and he says you don't know how many people i've recommended the show to who tell me that they've heard that the ending was terrible and don't want to invest their time into it yeah yeah that's a problem isn't it i imagine people who get um recommended to watch lost as well have the same issue because that, that was a the divisive ending the,
2: yeah the two shows oh i guess game of thrones is now the third yes. where it's hard for yeah. me to recommend it because at least with dexter it's very the, the seasons are almost episodic they're like chapters right you yes. could hypothetically stop whenever you wanted, in dexter i don't know if you'd want to but but the show like game of thrones are lost they're building up to something it's hard to tell you to yes. even get started with those shows yeah yeah so uh thanks thanks bruce for
1: the email uh we also had some comments from our old friend nick henderson uh i'll quickly read through what he said he, he's said with the latest full trailer we got our first glimpse of jennifer carpenter returning and further confirmation that dexter has been abstaining from killing for almost a decade i'm was that was that maybe more explicit in the trailer than i picked up on i'm not sh- i'm not sure but obviously we're suggesting that maybe he has indeed been abstaining from killing yeah um hence her appearance now uh nick goes on to say not only is this a really neat idea that's never been explored before it begs a lot of interesting questions about dexter's state of mind In the trailer. Oh, yes. And he he talks about that shot of um, who we assume is is Deb uh, behind the stained glass window. Uh, He says, my theory right now is that Dexter has been living relatively free of temptation for years and has thus not been haunted by passengers during that time. As that starts to change, Deborah will slowly start to appear to him in increasingly dramatic fashion until it bubbles over and he kills again. With that in mind, I ask you this. What are your thoughts on the role Deb will play in the new season? Uh, who is now a figment of Dexter's psyche? And will she differ from the flesh and blood Deb we knew and loved in the original series? That's an interesting question. Will she be just as much a potty mouth as, um, as, as in real life? I like to think she will. I can't yeah. imagine she'll be any different because if she's part of Dexter's psyche, he will um, envisage her as he remembers her, won't he? Yeah,
2: I, oh, go
1: on. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Travis. I was,
2: I'll, I'll be quick. I read once that someone tallied up all of Deb's fucks in this whole series, and it's something like 929, something like that, right? Just within spitting distance of a thousand. So I wonder if they'll get, if they'll push her to that thousand in this one, if she's going to get enough screen yeah. time, enough fucks to get that thousand fucks in. I,
0: I think that, that she sounds will... like
2: Mick Jagger you're talking about. Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I think that she'll she'll be herself. I, I think that that harry uh i think that harry was in dexter's mind the when he would appear to dexter was harry right it didn't matter whether it was uh when you saw harry whether it be in deck times where dexter would actually be remembering harry like flashbacks or harry was appearing to dexter as you know speaking to him uh it was Harry. The, the personality was the same. I have a feeling that Deb will be the same here. Um, I, I think she'll. I think she'll be. There'll be maybe some graveness to her personality, maybe that, maybe you got at the back end of the show, the last season or two. But I yeah. still think that we'll get some of that explosive debness.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, Nick also talks about uh, who we believe is the big bad, Clancy Brown's character, Kurt Caldwell. Uh, And he picks up on the fact that the marketing thus far has focused very little on him. We get glimpses of him in the trailer, but he says, personally, I love this. And I hope that it stays that way until the series premiere, given how little we have to go. And I'm really curious what people think about this villain. From what I can tell, it looks like Dexter will be dealing with some sort of group that kidnaps and hunts young girls in the wilderness for sport. Uh, and he asks, "What role does Kurt play in that? And why do you think they've kept his character largely in the shadows?" I mean, one, one. I mean, maybe if, if, if this suggestion about a two, a two, two clear sections to the, two clear parts to the season and 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 this um this missing persons case is just half of it then maybe he's he's not as prominent as we might have been led to believe belying the fact that they've uh cast an actor of clancy brown's um stature uh i i don't know is it is but he, he he hasn't been in the publicity much has he whether he's going to appear on the the wrap-up podcast before the season starts i don't know Or whether scott reynolds will get him on uh for one of the episodes uh, yeah. remains to be seen um
2: yeah, he's got do, he's in one we, shot of the trailer, I think, and he yeah. has
1: no he has no lines. I mean, do we think he's going to be part of a group that um, where where people can pay to 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 hunt a human? I mean, it's it's been done in in films and
2: TV before, isn't it? That kind of thing, killing people for sport, paying the most dangerous game by Ray Bradbury. I don't know, someone I had to read that in high school. Didn't you read that? About a guy. I mean, I'm
1: thinking of um, yeah. things like Hostel. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know the purge and and you know shenanigans
2: like that. Um, well, obviously it's these, maybe it's these kids getting kidnapped, right, or whatever we see in the trailer. Yeah. This kid get for, rookie mistake hitchhiking at night. Come on now, but uh, yeah. yeah, have
1: they never watched a TV show ever? I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seems yeah, I, to I, me that he might be acting alone, perhaps.
0: Sorry, I, I go think, on. I think if. I think if they're if they're running on the idea that this is if you're correct and we're looking at a show or a season that's split into two halves, I don't know that they would have the time to dedicate to a whole team of people. They could maybe if if Kurt is the the leader and that's the the big bad, the one that really matters, then then maybe. But I'm inclined more inclined to think that it's just him. That's it. And his motivation is murky. We don't know anything really as to why he wants to do this, but he's doing it. And I think that that's probably. I think they'll just stick to a lone guy, because if you're right, they're not going to have the time to dedicate to figuring out, you know, what who he is, what's his motivation. Oh, by the way, there's you know this guy over here. His this guy's helping him, and then this guy's helping him, this guy's helping him. And so may, maybe not. Maybe they'll just focus on him alone. And then, you know, we get through at the end of episode four or something, and that's when, you know, we find out that, uh, you know, Dexter's secret's out. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe Kurt is a – is a. Uh, maybe it's all fake. Maybe he's – well, I guess that would be kind of hard. I thought maybe for a second in my head, like maybe they were just trying to lure him out by kind of faking some murders, you know, you know, maybe they find out where Dexter is and they want to catch him in the act or something. And, you know, that's when they he gets dragged back to Miami or something. But that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for the season split into two parts. But no, never mind. But I just think that I think they'll focus in on one him alone, Kurt. And then I think we'll get to a portion of the season where that'll be taken care of. And then Dexter may be on the run. Maybe Batista and Mizuka and Quinn show up in that town and they're ready to go and he's on the run now
1: yeah there's definite potential for some very high stakes and uh well i think i think we're all looking forward to it uh with with great relish and uh we'll we'll be here week to week to analyze and pick it apart and rejoice in the greatness and and obviously not be not shy away from uh pointing out when things maybe aren't as Aren't as hot but um hopefully it'll be uh plenty of good to talk about and uh i'm quietly confident i don't know about you are, are you, are you guys both confident that we're going to get a good season I mean, it's been long enough isn't it where they could, they've got time to th- have thought up some some you know come up with some good ideas and a solid plot travis are you I, I don't
2: confident? mean to to sound glib or whatever but I, I i feel like they literally can't do worse than what they've done uh i think I feel good that we're only going to go up. I can't tell you how far up we're going to go. I truly don't picture myself. Truly, I'm not going to be like, this is season one material. This is the greatest. But I feel like it's going to be pretty good.
0: Yeah. Mike, do you share the, the confidence? I share the confidence because Clyde Phillips is involved. That's why. I feel like uh, you know the reason why season one through four is, is so revered among Dexter fans is because, yes, it's the early seasons. They had a plethora of material and the actors were all chomping at the bit to really prove themselves and, and you know make this a great show, of course. But Clyde Phillips is at the helm. He was the one running the show. He was making sure everything was of high quality, the scripts were high quality, that, that everything – because working, you know, synergistically uh, in the show, and it just all the elements, and that's why I think that, yes, I agree, Travis. Uh, it, can't, it can't get worse, right? But on top of that, uh, even apart from that, I think that it's just the fact that Clyde Phillips is involved. He's going to work hard, or he he will work hard, or has worked hard, given the show's done now. But th- He's going to make sure that I think if this is the last Dexter we ever get, that the end is suitable and that everyone involved, whether it's the fans, Michael C. Hall, and, you know, frankly, Claude Phillips himself can walk away from Dexter feeling like they've done the show justice and the characters justice in the end. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, amen to that and as you say confidence in Clyde Phillips he certainly earned our trust during the the first four seasons and dare I say the old mantra trust the show
2: oh my god I forgot that was used to be your thing
1: it's been a while yeah. and I ended up having to eat those words a little bit but yeah. um, uh no I mean I I I look back on I look back on the eight seasons fondly and um i still love the show i know we we had our ups and downs but i'm a dexter fan and uh i i i can't wait i can't wait it's only only five, these five weeks are going to fly by and uh we'll we'll get together again to uh to compare notes on on what we think when it when it comes around but for now uh thank you very much uh Travis uh, and Mike giving up your time to to be with me this evening well not this evening for me it's daytime for you guys but um yeah thank you uh we'll we'll speak again uh Mike um do you want to uh, just tell everybody where we can find your podcast
0: Oh yeah um you can go to freakinggeeks.com. Uh, there, all the podcasts that I've done uh, are there. Uh, so if you're like, if you're a fan of the TV show Friday Night Lights, we have a, a podcast where my co-host Sarah and I we went through every episode and uh, reviewed them. You know, watched them, and uh, she'd never seen it before, so that was always a fun time. Uh, we have I have a tennis podcast there. Uh, Hunger for Hannibal. If you're a fan of the Hannibal show uh which we're waiting for our own revival for that one um Mm -hmm. you know so we, we have a lot of stuff there uh freaking geeks podcast we do uh reviews for tv and uh movies uh so there's a bunch of stuff you can go check it out we drop new episodes and uh you can also send in feedback as well um and let us know what you think if you have any questions or opinions and we'll certainly read them on the next podcast if you do that
2: Thanks, Mike. Uh, Travis, any final words? Uh, you could re- you could reach me at travischeflin.com. I have my own website. I haven't updated it in a while, but you <laughs> can go there. S H E F L I N. Uh, I the only reason I even bring it up is because just today they charged me again for you know my my domain name renewed. So you could reach me there if you want. But final words. Ver- yeah, <laughs> w- the uh, uh, final word. You got there's cartoons and stuff on there uh final words man it's you buckle in i'm I'm gonna be their hype man right now buckle in this is gonna break the internet you thought kim kardashian's ass broke the internet in 2015 no this is gonna shut down the satellites they're gonna come crashing into earth and they're we're not gonna have internet for four months because of the end of this show that's how in- insane it's gonna be
0: so no hyperbole
2: no this is not hyperbole this is gonna cause natural disasters The satellites are going to land inside of an active volcano and set it off.
1: Yeah, Vesuvius has nothing on this.
2: No way, Jose. (laughs) This this is going to break the internet. It's going to break the world. It's going to break the rules. Dexter, new blood. You better say your prayers, because Dexter's coming for you, America, next.
1: And with that, I, I say so once again, thanks very much, Travis and Mike, and uh, Bruce and Nick for sending in their thoughts, uh, and, and to everyone out there for listening. Um, I hope we've uh, provided a little bit more interesting Dexter content just to keep you going over these last few weeks. Uh, this final run-in to the return of the show that uh, that we all love, and um, yeah, bring it on. So. Uh, If you want to get in touch with me, the email address is the same as it's always been. It's dissectingdexter at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at dissectdexter or Facebook, facebook facebook.com slash dissectingdexter, I think it is, or just search for dissectingdexter on Facebook and you'll find it. It's been a while since I've done a plug like this. Um, So on that very professional final note, uh, thanks very much for listening and the Rewatch podcast will probably have another episode or two before the new season so watch out for those season three Miguel Prado and all that good stuff uh if not I will see you in a few weeks time for Dexter New Blood when we will be dissecting some more Dexter until then thanks very much goodbye